Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and whoa, 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 welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Saturday, July 4th. That's right. Happy 4th of July, everybody. My name is Javier Reyes, your host of this here Locked on Padres podcast. Of course, check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is Javapeno, which is spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And if you feel so inclined, hit me up on either of those accounts or the Gmail, which is LockedOnPadres at gmail.com, with any questions, comments, or concerns you might have, and I'll do my very old best to answer them right here on the show. And today's show... Nothing 4th of July themed, actually. You would think that. You would think that if I put out a podcast today, that it would be 4th of July themed, but it's actually really not. Instead, it is still a special one, though. And that's because I talked with a, a guest today about kind of sports media and sports media in the San Diego area and our kind of love and fandom of the Padres. And it's someone who I really came across in a, a, in a unique way, someone I wasn't used to. Her name's Ashley Washburn. And it was a really fun conversation. It's going to be two parts. Uh, part one is definitely more of the sports kind of business side of things. Or not business side, I should say, but the kind of journalism part of it. What it takes, you know, what's like for her. I asked her about what it was like covering the Manny Machado story when it first happened. Manny Machado's story, of course, being when he signed with the Padres. And kind of what that's like in the newsroom setting. You know, kind of a little industry talk, right? And then part two, we're talking about the Padres in general. That part will probably go up on Sunday. But for today part one guys i hope you guys enjoy ashley was a super fun guest and this was kind of a fun thing to do because it's not someone i was familiar with before it's someone i met in a very different way than i usually do meet people so with all that being said let's get it out so ladies and gentlemen uh i am being joined by another guest i always say that i like having guests on the podcast and you know kind of behind the scenes i like having people who you know I wasn't that familiar with people that I'm learning more about, you know, and I know this is like the most millennial thing to say ever, but I first stumbled upon my guests work through Twitter, which is really <laughs> um, in a lot of ways, just the bait of my existence and, and all that, but it can occasionally be, you know, quite pleasant and whatnot. Um, I'm being joined by a sports journalist, uh, a good tweeter, I guess you could say as well. Uh, Miss Ashley Washburn. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me here. Oh, that was a cool sound effect. What was that? <laughs> that was Somebody cool. was actually just calling me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool. Great timing. <laughs> so, Ashley, uh, you know, I just mentioned why I wanted to have you on the podcast. I just, you know, I think the other thing about it is not only do I look for people who aren't, you know, verified people writing at Vice or SB Nation or what have you, just random sites. I think of, but people who are kind of up and coming, I think, and people who are in the San Diego kind of area, because I'm not, I'm not from San Diego. I'm not from California. I'm from this good old state. And by good old state, I mean, you know, depends on your view of things. That's New Jersey. <laughs> and, um, and in a lot of ways, I just thought that that would be fun. And also I just like, I like the idea that, you know, I saw your work, I saw what you did. And I was like, this person's really good and really good at stuff that they're doing. Well, and, you know, it. it's a, it's my hidden motive. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't, I didn't tell Ashley beforehand, but it's my hidden motive to make sure 
that I talk to people before they're super famous or whatnot. And really, Aww. you know, when I'm... <laughs> That's awesome. Well, then you can like look back in the day and be like, hey. Exactly. Exactly. When I'm wasting away, you know, when I'm much exactly. older, sitting on my butt yeah. playing the, the PlayStation 7 or whatever the heck, I can look back to moments like this, I guess. You hey, know, this podcast could be going places in the future, too. So you never know. <laughs> so what I really want to start off, start off by asking you is just when it comes to like the sports media landscape and whatnot right now, well, for sure, right now, it's definitely different. Um, I just wanted to ask you because you have done a lot of different things, you know, from field reporting to hosting radio shows, which I myself did, but yours was, you know, really cool. And I like that you've done a lot of different things. I checked your resume. You have it out there. You know, it's, it's out there in the <laughs> wild. And you did PR for your public relations person, uh, intern for the Chargers, which is even before I started getting into the Padres, still probably my favorite sports team ever. Um, uh, what is like? What is like what what got you into this? You know what I mean? What what made you be the the kind of badass that you are right now, I guess? I'd say probably just from all of my years of playing the sport. I started playing basketball probably when I was like a preschooler. That was like the first time I actually got my hands on a basketball and then my parents got me into like team sports. I got to play with a bunch of other people. Um and then I basically just played competitive sports since then and so I played basketball, volleyball, I did track and field, which is a little bit different because I was a thrower, so it was more individual. Um, but I did um, I did a bunch of different sports. And so you kind of just start getting that team aspect. And the basketball team that I played on in high school, uh, we also played on a travel league when it was outside of the season. So we were with each other year round. And, you know, we won a couple district rings, not to toot our own horn. <laughs> but, you know, you just start getting that competitive drive. And sports were just my life, you know through that whole young adolescent career of mine. And so when I was getting ready to go to college, I had made the decision not to play. Um, I had a couple of options that I could have gone to like a D3 school for basketball, but I knew I always wanted to go to like a big school. And so, you know, you kind of just have to give up that side of the career. And I was like, but whatever I end up doing from here on, there's got to be some sort of sport involved like that's just been my life since growing up and so I got to school I actually was going to walk on SDSU's track and field team because I was I played basketball for most of my life but I was really good at track and field Um, Mm -hmm. but that didn't work out just because of something that had happened going into school but then I still was able to get involved with their athletic department and one of their athletic department uh, media relations people kind of just gave me a chance and was like hey like you know, we're always looking for student helpers come in here. And that kind of took off from there. But then, you know, once you get to one thing, you just kind of want to keep going up. And so I started networking right. and just introducing myself to new people, sending emails, you know, sometimes you wouldn't always get a response. But I kind of took that, yeah, like, that. you know, drive and determination from schools. And just, you know, you're always trying to be better. And I took that into this aspect and just kind of always try to perfect my craft know anything that I can learn everything that I can um, and just always look for, you know, mentors and guidance throughout this industry, because that's kind of all you can do. There's no like A to B in this industry kind of, you know, like if you're going to be a doctor or something, you go to school and then med school and all of that stuff where, you know, everyone has such a different career path when you're becoming a journalist. So, and I'm not even at my end point yet, but I'm just like, you can't follow one person's, pathway it's so different compared to each Mm -hmm. person 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I kind of, whenever I do interviews now, I don't, I try my best to not ask the, Hey, you got any tips for people question? Because Mm -hmm. it's just very like, I I feel like, and it's not like to say that doctors are, you know, yeah, there's a little bit more of a concrete, I think, path for certain things, but I definitely relate to that where it's like, I mean, I'm more, I'm more into like pop culture and movies and video games and type of stuff. I mean, I literally, yeah, like that's like my thing, right? Yeah. But I also really love sports. I mean, growing up, mm-hmm. I was um, I played on the basketball team for survival. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. It was because like <laughs> I went to like a small private school and we have a small class. And I just happened to be with kids where it was like the sports was the cool thing. And maybe that's just in general, whoever the most athletic kid in the classes, that's who everybody likes. That's If you're got, you know, all the girls, oh, he's so fast. <laughs> right? That's whatever. That's just the dumb thing when you're like in middle school. And so for me, it was that and no one was really into what I was into. So I was like, all right, I'll join this basketball team. Right. And I, I had a love for baseball. Right. I had a love for baseball because my parents are psychotic Yankee fans. Um, so they kind of indoctrinated the Yankee way into, to, to an extent. There you go. Um, Yankees are diehard fans, too. Yeah, they're, they're kind of nuts, you, man. They're kind of nuts. Yeah. Like, you know when you come across a Yankee fan. Like, they let yeah, you Yeah, know. you kind of do. They let yeah, you Yeah, know. they definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Bronx. Hey, going out exactly. here. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and, um, and while I still have my Yankee fandom, for sure, the Padres have been a team that I've been tracked to the past, like, four years and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it was like I joined this basketball team, and, yeah, I had my love for baseball ball but then from then on i started getting into football i chose my football team the chargers because i hated the kids in my class they were always mean to me so i was like i'm not choosing the giants or the jets give me a break. yeah you're like i'm gonna so be different chose- over here <laughs> yeah, i want to be different i'm gonna choose the san diego team with a lightning bolt helmet right there you go and and that's what's so funny is i i still love sports don't get me wrong but it's like i write about anime a lot i write about video games a lot i've written mm-hmm. about sports before for sure too but like it's funny and then all of a sudden this kid who grew up a Yankees fan he's hosting a Padres podcast right so it's definitely this this industry that I um I don't think has there's definitely things you can do but I'd say the number one rule is probably just like you gotta just do things Mm -hmm. I don't think there's like a specific roadmap to be like yeah you gotta intern here you gotta have this many internships by this and that Mm -hmm. and it's like I don't know man I don't know man I just think that there's too many different kind of weird people out there and, and I think the best thing to do is just keep working hard at whatever you're doing and just kind oh, of for sure. seeing what for sticks. Sure. <laughs> just a second, guys. We're taking a little bit of a break because I have to talk to you about Postmates. That's right. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food, and that's why I love using Postmates. It's just that simple. But I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without leaving the house which is obviously very important. We got all the tests and the, not all the tests, the 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 the, the cases, guys. Everything's, some things are going up and whatnot, so it's really freaky right now. We know people what to do. And it's really nice to have Postmates because given what's going on in the world, they created non-contact deliveries. So when I order from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside my door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which I've been using to order takeout from my favorite local restaurants. Listen up, you guys need to be listening and supporting your neighborhood spots right now. I've only been ordering local because it's a great way to support my community. And Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and dropping it right off outside my door. 
So just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. So now I wanted to ask you kind of specifically about the things you've done. First of all, you've you've done like you've interned at NBC7 and I believe you're still working there if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I actually yes, just okay. started working there again about 3 months ago. 3 months ago or yesterday was my 3 month anniversary. Um wow. but it's different because obviously we're in a world with no sports right yeah. now. Yeah. And say, so yeah. it has been really difficult to just find a job in sports. So I'm actually working on the news side right now, which is mm-hmm. very different, but I, I enjoyed a lot, but doing a lot of like San Diego's coronavirus coverage gotcha. um, and anything that happens just locally. So it's definitely very different, but I've realized that I have a love for news as well. That's kind of mm-hmm. intertwined with sports. Yeah. Wow, that's like a hell of a way to start at NBC. Just to I feel know. like, oh yeah, and now we have a global pandemic. You know? Yeah, like yeah. That. No, it was interesting. Well, and it was interesting too because when I first started, is when everyone started working from home, and so there are so many people that I have not met, but I talk to them on a daily basis just through our um, Teams chat and just emailing and stuff like that, and they have no idea who I am, but I'm like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm working for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, there you go. And but you're I, here now. <laughs> and who knows who knows how long it will be until I meet them or if I'll get a chance to meet them just because it it seems like we're going to be in this weird situation for a while. So and it's as you do all those Zoom calls and whatnot. I mean, I look like a mess right now. I didn't. I didn't even anticipate like <laughs> hey, being on camera. I didn't even get ready. Today's my yeah, day I mean, off, you, so I, was I mean, like, you could see my hair right now. It's just like, oh my god. Um, but uh, what I wanted to ask you about, because one of the things I stumbled upon was you did like a like a, a news package, I guess you could say that's the term mm-hmm. uh, on Manny Machado and his signing with the with the Padres. So first, yes, I want to ask you kind of thing. like, yeah, like what is that like? Um, kind of like from that perspective, and you know, people who listen to this podcast are more used to just like, oh, how is Trent Grisham going to be this year? But I wanted to ask you about like, you know, what is it like putting together like a sports kind of news package? I have an idea, but maybe listeners don't. Um, mm-hmm. And just what was your reaction to the Machado signing when it happened? Well, we can start off with my reaction. So as a San Diego native, growing up as a <laughs> Padres fan, you're first of all excited because you're like, wow, right. there are things happening within this franchise. I mean, you know the Padres. We haven't been to the playoffs <laughs> in how long. We thought maybe this past season, it was like yeah. 2006. 2010 <laughs> was the one year that we were like, oh, it might happen. Yeah, yeah. happen. But I mean, you're just ex- you're just excited because you have AJ Prowler. He builds this farm system that you're like, okay, we're getting someplace. And then you bring in Eric Cosmer. You've got Manny Machado. You're like, this is it. Like things are starting to happen. And so, and just his name. And you had so many things with this deal. I mean, you have it was a ten year contract, three hundred million dollars at the time. Largest free agent deal, and then you have Bryce Harper that comes in like a week and a half later, and yeah, yeah. just gets what three hundred thirty million, like ridiculous, yeah, something like that. But it was just, it was good as a fan because you're just like, this is so exciting. But when it comes to doing a package, so that was during my internship with NBC. I wasn't necessarily an employee, but I was interning and learning, and so making building that package was, I think, only the second or third one. So I was still learning at this aspect of like. 
how to construct one, but there's a lot that goes into building one. And so, you know, you go through the sound. And so I was listening to that, that presser between AJ and Machado and just kind of them saying like, Hey, he's here. Here's his Jersey type thing. Mm -hmm. And then figuring out the best way to piece that together. Because if you were watching that presser, it was, I want to say it was over 10 minutes, right? Like 10, 15 minutes. It was longer, but your packages are usually two minutes or shorter. So you're trying to figure out what the best bits and pieces is of if somebody's watching this, what information can you give them the fastest and using great sound bites, but then also doing voiceover to give a little bit more information, but then also making it appealing because you never want to watch anything that's just boring. Mm -hmm. So, but that's kind of, I think it's, I was able to build that within a day, so it didn't take too long, but there is a lot of different aspects, and I feel, I look back at it now, and I was like, oh, there's so many more things I could have done, because I've learned so much more within this Mm. past year that I could have even made it better, but in a reaction aspect, I was so excited. I know everybody else in our newsroom was so excited, too, because we were like, oh, things are happening. We just did everyone like day to get did you have those like epic freak out things? Did you have that one person in the corner of the office who was just like, oh, like makes that sound fake? That's, that's happened well, to me d- once before I, and it was amazing. I, d- I wasn't in the office when uh, this happened, but I hmm. we were all on high alert that things were happening. You know, right. you knew that there were meetings going on. You knew there yeah, were talks yeah. and you're like, is this really going to happen? Like we mm-hmm. were like, oh my gosh. And so when it finally happens, you're just, it's, you kind of already have things in like you have your ducks in a row. So you know how you're going to react to certain things. If like, yes, we do have it. We already have certain stories that we're running. And so you, you know, you take your second, you get excited and then you just get to work and you're like, okay, we knew that this was coming. Let's get the facts and like put it out there. But we definitely had content for (laughs) our sports shows for a while um, that we were getting ready for. So it was, it was cool being able to talk about that and just have things to report. And like good news in San Diego as well. Yeah, that's cool, man. It's just, it's fun that like both, you know, every now and then the business is tough and whatnot. And I mean, for me, just as a writer and whatnot, but like that initial thrill is it's pretty cool, man. It's still pretty oh, cool for sure. Um, every for sure. time when you do something. And it's also true. That's the, the curse of being someone who uh, works on projects and whatnot is always that feeling of like oh i should have done this better i should have done this better but that's just just kind of part and of they're it, all learning moments it's all learning yeah. moments yeah absolutely you know absolutely you go into the next thing you're like okay i'll do this differently and so forth and cut that is it for the part one of our discussion guys i hope you enjoyed it as i said and as i promised part two will be tomorrow and that's when we get real deep on the baseball centric type of talk and whatnot and it's a lot of fun i hope you like ashley i know i did it was super fun so uh yeah um first of all one quick thing guys i hope everyone has a nice fourth of july if you are choosing to celebrate it because i know that um let's just be honest it's a, a dicey situation i think in our country right now and i think that um i understand people who don't necessarily feel uh, super america e I guess about celebrating today and if you are then be safe and whatnot you know try and wear a mask and be safe and social distance and do all that stuff let's all you know kind of just be safe everyone and take care of yourself and enjoy the company of people you might be around and if you're not around anyone i'm sorry uh and if you're okay with not being around with anyone then good for you and stay stay going champ um next week got a lot of fun podcasts got a debate podcast coming up about fernando tatis and another special player from a team i won't name kind of comparing uh the two players that one was so much fun and then we're going to be doing a little bit of a roast uh, 
of Eric Hosmer featuring more guests. And there's some other things I have down the road too. Before baseball really starts getting back into gear and before I start doing the daily recaps of games and what have you. You know, still experimenting. I guess like you could say I'm just trying to have as much fun as possible with being as uh, lenient with who is on the podcast and what I talk about on the podcast as possible. So, um, yeah, that about does it for today's edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, guys. The only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, whatever. Follow the show or myself on Twitter. And also, if you guys could do me a favor, go tell your smart devices to play Lockdown Fantasy Baseball. It is hosted by the homie Scott Cullen. Uh, He's been doing really great work, kind of breaking down every team. And actually, really exciting. I'm going to be listening to it even more now because... My fantasy baseball league is coming back up. That's right. People who I never play fantasy baseball with, they're all into it because we only have 60 games. That's what's crazy. So everybody's back into it. Woo! I'm so excited about that. Uh, But yeah, until next time, guys, stay safe. And of course, stay faithful, my fire faithful homies. Take care.